What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at the Whatnot. It is Tuesday, 5.48 p.m. We were recording this live and live over on twitch.tv slash the Whatnot. It is episode 116. Coming up on today's show, Last of Us Remake is coming. The Overwatch 2 beta is out right now. People are playing it right now. There's people out there that are playing the Overwatch 2 beta. I don't believe it. It's fake. And yeah, I don't think it's real either, the Overwatch 2 that everyone's talking about. (laughs) And Digimon Survive got a release date, which is also not real. But we will get to all of that in a bit. My name is Gino <laughs> Viteri. I'm joined by Kyle Springer. What's up, Kyle? How you doing? Hello, hello. I'm d- doing pretty good. That's excellent. That's good to hear. Ign- Ignacio Rojas, how are you doing? Okay, guys, I figured it out. The um, other tweet that I was talking about was from last year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Damn, that was, all, that was really wrong. Way off. The April 25th one was uh, this year. So uh, the articles were right. Okay. Uh, but we'll talk about that one later. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> notably missing from what I just said, um, Alan Busby, uh, he heard about the Digimon Survive release date and uh, the emotions welled up inside of him so heavily mm-hmm. that he had a heart attack. Um, yeah. Just straight out. He saw the release date Press like two, two months out and bam, instant. It was instant death, dude. He thought it would him. never happen. Mm-hmm. But somehow, yeah. uh, somehow, exactly, somehow it is happening. It is a real game. It's a real game. He saw that happening, and he thought I could not live in the same world as this as this game. So I had to, I had to die. Life just hits you yeah, like that sometimes, you know. Yeah, it be like that and just hits you. And that's what happened to Alan, unfortunately. Um, but we will play that game and um, talk shit about it in his we? honor. <laughs> we in his honor. I'll play. I want. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you here, folks? Ignacio, I, I like Digimon. I like Digimon. I don't yeah, talk right. about it like you, dude. I got my yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards over there. Okay. I'm not showing off my yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh cards and shit. You know yeah, what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, event. Event. I love you. won't even talk about Digimon and how the English stuff is the worst, okay? You call yourself I, a fan? Huh? I love Evangelion. You know what I mean? I love all that stuff. <laughs> I just don't talk about it like you, dude. You couldn't even crazy. tell me one character from Evan Kelly. Yeah. Who? Neon. Neon Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's a Neon story Gen- about Neon. We have a winner. <laughs> it's a story about <laughs> Neon Genesis and Guys, his quest for the Evangelion. Before we get into what we've been playing and video games and all that stuff, I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with this uh, Johnny Depp court case. Have you guys been keeping yeah. up with this? Not, Not keeping all. up, but I, I see the videos. Uh, there is a funny one going around oh. uh, with uh, Johnny Depp on the stand, and uh, the other lawyer always was uh, always calling hearsay. Yeah, <laughs> for every single answer, yeah. hearsay. There was. There's two funny things I want to. There, there's. I've not been keeping up with it like directly, Kyle. But there's like highlights that I'm seeing every once in a while. Sure. Yeah, and let me just let me just give you a little bit of them now. Um, so. There was one story that came out, obviously, of of, uh, of that, where uh, Johnny Depp was describing a situation that happened 
that he he came back home um after like a fight with Amber Heard or something or whatever um to uh or not he didn't come back home but he had his friend tell him oh you don't come back because there's there is a there's fecal matter there's human fecal matter on your side of the bed so so okay, obviously so as we as we know here amber heard is this is she's the perpetrator amber heard is the one that shit on his side of the bed after an argument that they had or something and she decided to shit on his side of the bed you're not you're, you're not supposed to shit where you sleep it's so. literally the saying <laughs> uh, so this one meme that was uh it was a picture of a kid with a i suppose it's chocolate around his mouth it's something mm-hmm. brown and it said johnny depp waking up in the morning <laughs> i have that i saw a picture too um and then there's another one with the lawyers um with uh amber heard's uh lawyers or whatever they're freaking they're they really got like not a lot to work with you know what i mean so um there was one where i thought it was, i haven't seen it but i heard about it i thought it was funny that the lawyer asked a question to i think someone on the stand or something and and then the lawyer themselves objected and, and i think the judge was like it's your question it's your question yeah i <laughs> or something I, like that. I heard about that one i didn't watch it yeah i don't know all, all these terminology and all that stuff but I, it was funny where like the lawyer put himself in that position and then said no to that same position they put themselves yeah. in. Um, so that's pretty funny. But yeah, the, this Amber Heard, Johnny Depp case is pretty intense, pretty wild. A lot of stuff coming out of it. It's weird seeing people make fan cams on TikTok of Johnny Depp in court. But uh, I forgot that Johnny Depp is really a very well-loved person. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of simps for him. A lot of simps for Johnny Depp. Um, but there you have it. Hopefully uh, that goes well for him because, of course, uh, he is the one that uh, has been getting abused. So I hope that goes well for him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you should uh, keep up with it on TikTok or, or Twitter or whatever the heck yeah. to, to look at the little little random stuff that's coming because it is it's kind of funny. Um, games. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. How are you guys feeling? I'm good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, how do you, uh, how do you, um, what am I saying? Settling Acclimating? In. Yeah, that, that word, that <laughs> word, settling in. Are you settling into the whole new city, dude? This is a whole new city, too, right? Yeah, I've uh, moved out to Oklahoma, um, right outside of Oklahoma City. Uh, it's been fantastic so far. Uh, it was interesting because we're like right in the middle of tornado country. And right when I left Richmond, like a week into me being in here, Richmond had a tornado warning. And, and I had even decided had one. to go there. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, in, in uh, Virginia, where I was, we'd get hit with hurricanes, which is basically a tornado, but wet. Um, yep. Kyle, you can't so, live without tornadoes. You know that. Oh, I, you can go I places where there are no tornadoes. Here. Yeah, but then I'm, there's I'm something else. Here. them. Right. Yeah. It's like you move out to the West Coast and you've got earthquakes. You move out to yeah. the East Coast and you got blizzards and hurricanes and it's gonna all be a sorts place of stuff that doesn't like have that. any of that. Right. Yeah. Mars. But it's but it also doesn't have <laughs> something anything. like, <laughs> like, like yeah. movie theaters. Um, 
but but no, we we had our, our first like hurricane warning this past week, and like the <laughs> sirens were g- going off and all that stuff. But wow. I didn't really know what to expect, and so I, it was just like a thunderstorm to me. I'm just like, it's fine, it's whatever. Like this yeah. end was, was just like, flying. oh my god, we the need to watch the flying. we need to watch the news. Like, where in our house is the safest spot? And I'm just like, it's just raining outside. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't understand this, but it seems like it's just raining. Um, um, do you not have so, a bunker? Uh, no, not well, here no. at this house. So you have a basement, with, single story. With hurricanes and stuff like that, um, if you're from like Florida. Like, unless it's, like, a Category 4 or 5, you don't really care. Because anything Category 3 or less, it's, like, it's just going to be, like, 30, 40-mile-hour winds. Just stay inside, watch movies. go out for a few hours or a day or two. It's no big deal, dude. People still go out and shit during those Category 3 hurricanes and stuff in Miami. That's how how it was for me. It's, like, here with uh, earthquakes. If it's not above a 7, no one cares. Just, yeah, yeah, people don't even flinch. You you just keep on going. Yeah, that's uh that's how it is. I guess uh, yeah. Yep. Oh well. But of course, my friends, we are here to talk about video games. We got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about, a lot of stuff on here. So why don't we go ahead and start with what we've been playing? Kyle, take us into it. I like that voice crack there. Take us into it. <laughs> uh, you go ahead and start, Colin. You got Tunic sure. and Marco here. Hell yeah. So uh, I started playing Tunic last week. I talked a little bit about that. Um, and it's kind of the game that I love and hate at the same t- time. Uh, I think this game is really deceptive. Uh, in in how cute it looks, right? It looks adorable, and you get to play this cute little fox and run around. It looks like one of those old school Zeldas, but the combat is no joke in this game. And uh, I, I've I've now beaten it. I've I've played it all the way through. Uh, last week I did say though that I put the invincibility mode on. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't necessarily have a tough time. Um, but the, the, it makes you like, you can't take damage, but you still have to like dodge roll past, uh, bad guys to get past their shields and hit them from the back. So it's still, it's still tedious in that sense. Like you still have to do a lot of that combat. Um, but, uh, yeah, took, took me, uh, I want to say. 12 hours total i think is how much i played i think um and uh yeah i really really enjoyed it but it is god the 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 combat is ridiculous calvin is in the chat saying tunic is pocket dark souls yeah it's if 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 i had not had the invincibility mode on i don't think i would have beaten this game um there are some even just like regular combat encounters that I, I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, why is this so hard? Um, but yeah, the boss fights, especially in this are no joke. Um, but yeah, I love the way this game looks. I like how it feels to play. Um, I like the the mystery that is in the game of, of wandering around and trying to figure out what to do next. However, I think it's maybe a little too obtuse 
and maybe just dial it back a little, little bit. But I still like that mystery and that feeling that I have to go discover what to do next or like, what does this thing do? I don't know. Let's try it out and see. Um, so that was fun. I, I enjoy it. I, th- I think this will hit for a lot of people who really love uh, both old Zelda games or Dark Souls. Um, so, yeah, go, go check that one out. It's on Game Pass. It was, it good. was good game. So when you brought it up first, I wanted a way for you to beat it because um, there was a puzzle. Kyle, I, don't, um, I don't think you did it because it's probably optional. I'm not sure if you did it. Um, where you have to have each um, manual page um, and every the, page the, in the manual, the golden line ending of the, is that what you're talking is that about? What it is? I think it is. Yeah. So I without um, I won't spoil it, but the way to get the uh-huh. true ending is to collect all of the uh, manual pages. That's what yeah. you need to do with that. Yeah. Did did you do that? I did not. But okay. I'm only it's, missing like six of them. I um, thought when when I found that out, or because I saw one of my friends playing it, when I saw that, I was like, "That's actually extremely cool." The way yeah. they did that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of cool little secrets in that game that are like it's the same with with uh, Dark Souls games. Like, how did people find yeah. this out? Like, how did people figure <laughs> exactly. this out? You know what I mean? Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, but good game there. Um, what I really want to talk about, though, is this game Norco. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the past like two weeks, basically all of the video game podcasts that I l- l- listened to had been like, "Oh my god, Norco! Holy shit, this game is amazing!" Uh, mm-hmm. And I now have to join that chorus. I I picked it up uh, to try it out because everyone wouldn't shut up about it. I played it all in one sitting yesterday. It took me about eight hours. And yeah, holy fuck, this game is great. If nothing else, I'm pretty sure this will at least be in my top three for a game of the year. Um, this is a point and click adventure uh, game. It's kind of a like a surreal noir story with a hint of cyberpunk uh stylings in the air it's set in the future kind of an undistinct future um but it's set in uh the real town of norco louisiana um and it is it's like it's this it's it's kind of slow story but it's it's addicting um the way they build out the world and the world that they've created is just it's beautiful it's crazy it's wild um there's all sorts of of stuff that is just so neat that i really really love about this game and while it is kind of a a mystery that you're investigating uh and it is kind of a serious story um this game is funnier than it has any right to be um it's it is hilarious Let's see here. I, I, I want to put this on the YouTube version, not that one. There we go. Um, I'm playing the trailer for the people who are watching on stream um, right now. But yeah, it's pixel art, all, all that stuff. You're investigating uh, the kind of mysterious circumstances around a death in the family. Um, and it's just it's bizarre. If, if you guys like Doom Patrol or Umbrella Academy, like it's that level of 
like bizarreness of stuff that goes on in here. And like I said, it's just it, like it has these moments of comedy and joy and things in it that really hook you. One of the like bizarre things in here is that there is an abandoned mall that has been taken over by um, by a group like this, this religious cult uh, that was created by this guy. And uh, all the followers have changed their name to Garrett. So it's just a cult of Garrett's. And it's it just it's it's strange. It's like it's hard to describe exactly what this game is, but I cannot recommend it enough. Uh, it's out on PC. It's out on Game Pass PC, uh, specifically on the PC. One there, but uh, yeah, please go oh. check it out because it is fantastic. I liked it a lot. Nice, so. nice. How long did it take you to beat it? About eight hours. In one yeah. sitting? One sitting, yeah. You did that in one sitting? One wow. sitting. It was that good. I was like, I cannot stop. I have to like figure out what's happening here and do all Damn. of that. Damn. Okay, cool. Nice, nice, nice. That's good. Go, go check all it out. All right. Awesome. Um... Let me see here. Um, Ignacio has a lot to talk about. I'll just mention Hitman. I I played a Hitman three uh, recently. I did like three. Um, I dropped that game a long time ago. Um, after the uh, what was it the the Knives Out level? Um, once I finished that one, so I good. I yeah I, I stopped there and I I just never went back. Just random stuff. I I think a lot of stuff was coming out at the beginning of the year um, mm -hmm. when Hitman came out. Um, so I just decided to start playing it again the other day and man, Hitman 3 is good, dude. Hitman 3 is a, is a, it's a funny, funny game. It's fun to play, um, to do all those different things, way to assassinate people that stuff. And yeah, and I always thought it was hard. Um, but I, I don't know why I just thought I could, I like, why well, I didn't think I could just lower the difficulty for some reason. <laughs> I always thought it was hard, but then I, when I started playing again, I was like, all right, let me just put it casual and see how I do. And, and it was just, just a fun little sandbox game to, to fool around in and, and, and have funny things happen and stuff like that. So yeah, if you haven't played any of the Hitman games, go, go ahead and play those. Cause the, the one, two and three series here is, is a, it's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool how they have it all set up where it's just random open, world little little mini open world levels that you have to figure yeah. out how to assassinate these people so yeah that's what i'm playing stuff. of course final fantasy as i've been playing always um that i love forever i work uh, I, i'm working night and day my friends i'm working night and day in final fantasy to make millions all right make millions i'm trying to make millions i'm trying to get a mount that's worth 9.7 million gil i'm at 6 million but I technically am at three million because I need to put in three million for a house that we're buying with my guild. So um you know how it is. Life, right? Of course. Okay. Right. All right, Ignacio, whatever order you want to go ahead with everything you got here. I'll just go in the order that I have it here. So last week I said that I was going back to Batman Arkham's Arkham Asylum at the point. I beat Arkham Asylum and man, I gotta say. It is incredible how Arkham Asylum was probably the game that turned around licensed video games, where we all know PS2 era licensed games, even PS3 era games, where, uh, let's be honest, licensed video games weren't that good. 
Sure. But then Arkham Asylum comes out and that game is awesome. It does a lot of great things, a lot of iman- imaginative things, especially with the everything with Scarecrow and that. Uh, the ending, everyone knows that it, it is a bit weird how you fight a, a, a roided up Joker. It is kind of weird, but it is still, I, I enjoyed it very much going through it. And then, of course, after that, I had to go to Arkham City and... I'm only like an hour or two into into Arkham City. And again, the Arkham games are something special. It is incredible how Arkham Asylum was already great with gameplay, but Arkham City takes it up a notch where it, uh, it, it makes it even better. It makes it even more... Uh, how do I explain it? Like how you would want things to go, how uh, the flow of everything. I, I think about the... Progression. Like a good next It is step. a very good progression. Yeah. Of course, uh, Arkham Asylum had kind of an open world area, but not really. Since you mostly had you go one, to one place to, to another through the different areas of the asylum. But this one, Arkham City, is an open world place and it takes advantage of it with side quests, with, uh, which were implemented into the game, which wasn't in, in Asylum. The Riddler stuff, it was improved, but of course the gameplay itself was improved a lot where they added a slide, they added the dive bomb, they, uh, um, they added new gadgets that are, are very good. Uh, they, uh, the gadgets that you already have, they implemented them even better into the combat flow. And it is just, a, it is such an improvement on Arkham Asylum, which Arkham Asylum was already great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, got to give a shout out to uh, the voices of Batman and Joker, Kevin Conroy, uh, Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, which are great. Let's be honest, they are yeah, probably the best Batman and Joker that there are out there. And yeah. since we're talking about uh, voice actors, Nolan North is everywhere in the game. Where not only is he, he? The, not only is he the Penguin, he is. One out of five, one out of four thugs. Really. <laughs> <laughs> he voices most everyone in the game. It, it is ridiculous That's how much Nolan North, <laughs> is, Nolan North is in this game. But hey, Nolan North is a great voice actor, so uh, I like hearing him every once in a while in the game. Uh, so yeah, those games are still great. They still hold up to this day. So if somehow you haven't played them, Go go do go play them go go fix that. And uh, next one, what we have here uh, in a little bit, we'll be talking about the six one indie mini showcase. Uh, but I got to demo some of the games. Some of the games that they talked about have demos out now. So I demoed three games. Uh, the first one that I demoed is "Do Not Buy This Game." So. If you watched the showcase, you would have seen the, the, the trailer that they had there. And the trailer was very funny. It has a lot of Stanley Parable vibes, if you've ever played it. Mm-hmm. And playing the demo, they are for sure trying to do the Stanley Parable. Where it's you, first person. There's a narrator talking to you, reacting to what you do. But I feel like it is missing something there that it isn't quite Stanley Parable, where it feels like it is 
I know Stanley Parable is an indie game, but it feels like this is the indie version of the Stanley Parable. Uh, it, it very much feels like that. It feels like a Unity game, which it, it very much is, even though I think Stanley Parable might have been that. Uh, the humor, it is trying. It does, uh, it does have its good moments, but I feel like it is missing way more of the charm of the Stanley Parable. And it is missing some of the reactions that the narrator would have in the Stanley Parable were one of the things that I loved of that game is that pretty much you could do anything and the narrator would react to it. If the, the narrator wants you, something to do, wants you to do something and you just don't do it or turn around to something else, go anywhere else, the narrator would react. And I feel like uh, this game has a little bit of that, but not uh, to the amount that I would want. Um, I but in yeah, this is Guardians of the Galaxy. I will like comment on what you did. Like, why are you going over yeah, that? Way? Exactly. We're over here. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is missing something like that. But I, I think like this demo is clearly supposed to be just for demo purposes. I don't expect this to be in the game. So we'll have to see what the game turns out to be. Okay. Uh, the next game that I played was EX Zodiac. So EX Zodiac, if you are watching the video, you would, of course, look at it and think, hey, it's Star Fox. And hey, it is Star Fox. It yeah, is very much Star Fox. Exactly like Star Fox. It is cool. like Star Fox. It plays like Star Fox 64. It has the visuals of Star Fox on the SNES. And if you want Star Fox, here's Star Fox. <laughs> it is that. It is exactly that. Uh, uh, that's pretty much it. It is Star Fox. I don't know what much to add to it. If you play the game or you're seeing it, you will know what it is. The, the gameplay, if it is for you, you will love it, I think. If it isn't for you, I think you probably will not. I had some problems with the, the gameplay where I think that the camera angle makes it harder to see things that are straight up in front of you. Yeah, and that, that makes sense. Get hit that made me get hit quite often. Uh, and that's one of the problems that I had. And the other downside that I, I think uh, that I thought of this game is that it is trying to go for a style, which is clearly like SNES, the FX chip style. But because of that, it feels a bit too empty. And I, I yeah. wish it had more, more in there, even with the same style. But I think I, I, I that. wish that the game would have been more densely populated with things. But it, it feels empty quite a lot. That was but probably. I, but again, I, I'm sorry to, to 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 interrupt, but I I feel like that was one of the artistic choices, yeah. right? Of like, hey, if we're gonna make this look like the old school Star Fox, all that stuff, like we'll make it look like the same kind of world that they would have built where it is sparse and there's not much happening because they couldn't really make all that stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. But again, again, it is like Star Fox. So if you're looking for a, for a Star Fox game now, you should uh, go on, try it out at least. Uh, again, to the point of it being Star Fox, it also has the different planets that you go through. Cool. So, uh, that's another of the similarities. And then the last game that I played was Pogo Champ. 
Pogo Champ. So the basic idea of the game is that if you played any of the uh, getting over it games mm-hmm. or co-op or, uh, you know, that, that kind of silly physics game, this is pretty much that, <laughs> but you writing a pogo. Oh, so uh, it is you writing a pogo stick. Uh, you have to control the force at which you jump and then try to balance yourself while, while you're flying around. And, that, uh, and that's a whole basic game. Is it even underwater level? Yeah. That's mm. one of the cool things that I, that I thought of the game is that it is, for the most part, you being in, in a pogo, but then they will add interesting things where at some uh, in the level you will get a, a fish cap which then when you jump into the water you'll float on the water and uh, you provoke yourself using the pogo stick there's another one that is you on a ball uh, pretty much like a hamster ball like in the supreme monkey ball and you go through yeah. uh, like a mini golf level and so it, ha- looks it like has stuff have- like that they have l- 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 levels inspired by Frogger, by Monkey Ball. Yeah, all sorts of stuff. It looks neat. Yeah. So it, it is that. Uh, if you enjoy those types of games and get, like try, uh, getting over it or stuff like that, you will, will enjoy this game. This is very much uh, like a jokey game. Do not take it seriously. But that, that's the game. I like oh, yeah. that they, at least they, they, the structure of the game is that there are different small levels where every level they change things in there. Like I said, you could go swim underwater, you have the ball, there are some, I think, that uh, take place in zero gravity, there are different obstacles and stuff like that. So uh, that's pretty much the game. Cool. And then after that, of course, I've still been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! But I know you guys don't want to hear me talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! And how I am still cannot beat the final bosses of the Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We'll just, we'll, we'll just wait till you get good and you can beat it. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm just here for the fun. I, I don't want to be those That's people cool. that uh, combo. I just want to have fun. All right. Sounds good. Okay. And of course, Alan again is dead. Um, So that is all we have been playing, my friends. Uh, Let's get into a little bit of housekeeping. And we are back. Kyle! Yes, sir. Go ahead. Um, Yeah, so a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, We thank you guys a lot. It means a ton that you guys are supporting us. Um, Yeah, cool things we have been up to here at the Whatnots. Uh, on the review show, we just started our our end of the month, like our, our next monthly special uh, show that we do. We usually follow a TV show or a comic or something like that to its completion. Uh, we normally do stuff from week to week, but our end of the month is like a special thing where we follow it all the way to the end. And we started se- season one of Fringe. Uh, the TV show that JJ the TV show that JJ Abrams uh, made after he created Lost. Uh, this was his follow-up Ooh. to that. Uh, it's kind of like an X-Files type show, uh, but instead of being like supernatural and about and about 
aliens. Uh, this is more science based. It is more like mutations and teleportation and experiments gone wrong. Um, and it's a good show. It's it's a great yeah. one. Um, How did it end? Was it a good ending? It it did. Yeah. So I I the first season of this show is fantastic. In my opinion, it kind of flounders a little bit in the middle. But by the end of the show, it is fantastic. And it 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 it, it, it finishes really strong. So good stuff there. Cool. Uh, on the captain's log, uh, we just uh, ate some astronaut food. We, we, we bought some astronaut food and did, 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 did a taste test on the captain's log. Uh, most of it was just dried fruit. You can you kind of buy that where, oh, wherever, but we also had a we also had a dried ice cream sandwich, like a, a interesting freeze dried ice cream sandwich. Yeah, so we um, since we have like a space theme here at the whatnots, so we were like, you know what, let's buy some astronaut food there. So I did not know you could just that. buy that. Yep. Yeah, I, I was going to ask. I was going to ask: <laughs> Is it is it food or is it a uh, Food that has been uh, dried out that they it's, call yeah it's freeze dried yeah yeah so I like my ice cream which was room temperature but it was solid and like it's not melty or stuff That's like so that it's weird yeah so we 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 tried that stuff out but yeah good cool. stuff that's about all I have for housekeeping right now though. All right, sounds good. Take us into the news of the week, then. All right, so this past week, um, 6-1 Indie, uh, friends of the show, um, Kyle Stevenson, um, gosh, I'm forgetting everyone's name now. Kyle Stevenson. What's his name? What's the other one? The two hosts. The two hosts. Two what are their names? How come you guys don't know him? Because well, I, I don't you're know. Telling us, it's uh, <laughs> Carl Stevenson, Mike Tondro. Mike Tondro. Yeah, yeah, Mike Tondro. Okay. okay. Mix Tondro on Twitter and um, and Carl Steven, Mr. K-Step on, um, on Twitter as well. They had uh, their first ever um, showcase. Uh, where they highlighted, I believe it was 17 games uh, for um, different indie games from different developers um, as a part of PAX East. Um, and uh, uh, did you guys get a chance to see everything that was yeah. shown here? Yep. So, I didn't even know this existed until after it happened. Wow, Kyle. Uh, oh, wow. Good, good friend to Kelsey and well. Right, Crazy. yeah. Uh, terrible yeah. friend here. Um, so yeah so no I, I, I did not watch this one i know what's happening i did not get a chance to watch it when it was live um i was actually watching just a few of them while all ignacio was talking about um the ones that he played um and i just want to ask you guys which ones you thought were interesting because it's also it is 17 games we don't have to talk about all of them yeah um but uh for me specifically um i was uh there's one that uh uh, of course, uh, Greg Miller spoke about this. They live reacted, kind of funny, live reacted um, to this um, showcase. And one that Greg Miller pointed out was Anno Mutationum. Oh, that game looks... Mutationum. 
I don't know. But that game looks extremely cool. It's like a cyberpunk pixel 2.5D kind of action adventure game. Looks really cool. Um, Songs of Glimmerwick is another one that I really enjoyed the vibe of. It looks like um, it's like an action and more like an RPG, but it, it basically you're you're in a witch academy and that's the story of it. And it looks really cool. Um, Ignacio mentioned, uh, do not buy this game. That one looks funny. Um, I also really liked um, Backrooms Exploration, which is like, it's this like horror game where you're in very familiar places like the grocery store, office buildings. Liminal spaces, right? Where it's it's empty. It feels like something is off, but it's not. Like it's just empty. And that's such a like that's such a like weird way of horror, like an interesting way of horror that I think is so interesting, so cool. Yeah. It's the type of horror that I would like to play because like there's like something about office buildings for like i've told you guys this before like i can't play control because it's just like an office building i just there's something about office buildings being creepy like that that i don't like and this has that which is so interesting it's like the you know just that feeling so like i mentioned i didn't get to watch the 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 showcase here but the concept of the back rooms was introduced to me like three weeks ago like i didn't even know what this was uh Mm -hmm. but on the captain's log we were talking about it and melissa had started watching severance and apparently there's like this like basement in the office building that they have in there that just goes on and on and on and there's all these doors that lead to who knows what in that thing and so she was being like hey do you know what the back rooms are so now, yeah, there's there's an actual mm-hmm. an actual video game. You can go explore some back rooms. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It reminded, uh, me, it reminded me of the type of horror games that are very popular now that are like viral horror games mm-hmm. that have yeah. these like vibe of hey, this is a very innocent, very very low quality oh. game, but then it turns out that it goes scarier and scarier and darker and darker as long as you go it reminds me of uh there's this game called happiest Hum- humble humble happiest humble yep. burger farm which is yeah, exactly. uh, uh like a fast food uh game that gets darker and darker it, it gave me vibes of that like a game that you would see in the game theories uh-huh. like a fast food simulation simulation game mixed with like five nights of Freddy's. yeah uh, it, it give me those those vibes. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so, is there anything else that you guys that you didn't mention before, Ignacio, or anything like that that you want to try? Or uh, no, mutation of cat. That's a weird name. Uh-huh. Uh, I I'm interested on in that game. There is a demo now. I downloaded it. I just didn't have time to play that one too. Uh-huh. And yeah, of course, the other games that I played got my attention alienate looked fun alienate uh-huh. is a trivia game that i, I thought it, it it was a good concept of y- your aliens competing but then there's also <laughs> this human because the, the whole idea is that you are trying to win earth i think was the thing so there is also a human oh. they're infiltrated so the human is trying to throw everyone off and uh, try to lose the game while everyone else tries to 
play together in the trivia game. And uh, I, I thought that, that looked a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, then, yeah, the games that I talked about. Those. Yeah, a, a lot of a lot of these games are super cool, man. Like, uh, Lucid is another one. It's a two D side scroller, super beautiful pixel art. Oh yeah, um, that looks that freaking awesome. Um, which one? Arctic Awakening reminds me of mm. like Firewatch. Yeah, somehow mm-hmm. it's like a like a Firewatch kind of vibe. Snowwatch. Super, yeah, Snowwatch. Yeah, exactly. Super freaking cool. Yeah, a lot of these games um, look super um, interesting. I'm excited yeah. to try them out and look look into them more and also um, speaking of the showcase itself i i thought that it was very well done i think yeah. this is their first kind of showcase that they've done 61 indie and i thought it was very well done it, it had a good flow and mm-hmm. had a good uh back and forth with the with the hosts and the what was it a pelican or a skeleton on, on the background that uh, they had yeah. for gags there i thought that that was one so mm-hmm. uh good job on them yeah, I wanted to. Uh, I did want to mention a huge shout out to to Six One Indie. There, it's it's super nice to see um, friends online. Um, you know, make it sort of, but that like them being able to you know premiere a, a whole showcase in at PAX and and all that stuff. It was super nice and it was very um, beautifully done. It was you know um, again like as you said, the hosts were incredible um it was they they knew what they were doing it was it was yep. very nice to, it was very nice to see that and and it, um, i'm very proud of them very very proud of them over there Hell yeah. um so there we go six one indie showcase we will see what they do in the future yep okay and then speaking of more showcases number two here we got the tribeca festival 2022 game selections so i put this in here guys because i just wanted to um talk about um some games that were here uh that so this is from GameSpot. uh darren bonthuis bonthuis um this says here that the Tribeca does a, fel- a festival, um, as everyone knows, Tribeca Film Festival and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. they also do something for uh, video games. And each year they show off video games that excel at storytelling. Um, so 10 games were selected this year. And uh, that, I, uh, I think I know why he, he put this yeah. one on there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so 10 games were, uh, were, were chosen this year. All games that either have been released years ago or new now or games that haven't even been released yet either anything from indies to triple a games um these are just video games that were selected um that excel in storytelling um with uh what does it say here let me see um uh, a total of 10 games have been selected for this year as the festival aims to showcase the creators, the process, the storytelling, and the intersection between games, entertainment, and culture. Um, so let me see here. Um, let's see. Last year, um, Kena was in it. Yep. Kena, uh, Sable as well. Um... And Norco, last year, a uh, Norco was in it, Kyle. Yeah, yeah walked away with the first, uh, the first Tribeca Games Award last year for its potential for excellence in art and storytelling mm-hmm. through design, artistic mastery, and highly immersive worlds. And I will say yeah. that they followed through with that. Yep, Good and it, it got that, and it had not even been released yet. So there is some games here that are also um, the the ones for this year that have not been released. 
So we'll talk about them here. American Arcadia from Out of the Blue. That's a title uh, that is currently unannounced. Um, Thanks. So. Well, <laughs> Out of the Blue is the studio. They, they list both the name and the studio, okay. studio here. So American Arcadia. What is that? What do we think that is? Because that's not announced. That's an unannounced yeah, game. It's currently unannounced. <laughs> I guess GameSpot what? just announced it? Yeah, yeah. Detroit Big announced it? I, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> that's interesting. So I that guess might we'll, just we'll... be the like working title. Like that's well, that's yeah. the project name. We we haven't actually yeah. named the game yet. Well, okay. then, then how is it here? <laughs> so wait, because American Arcadia, because it says this title to... is currently unannounced yet. You know what I mean? You don't have to make up the title of something before you start making something. Oh no, look, they just did it. American Arcadia is the new game from the creators of Call of the Sea. So there you go. So there we we anything about the game? There's a trailer. There's a trailer now that was oh, posted yeah. seven hours ago. <laughs> seven hours ago, there's a trailer. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> So they they uh, give it they selected a game that they have even haven't even seen then. Well, they've seen it. They've no, they seen, saw that's why it selected, the thing, yeah. But it wasn't announced yeah. to the public yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. And then what else we have? As dusk falls. As dusk falls from interior slash night. I haven't heard of that game either. Um. Uh. But we should we should check all these games out because they're probably incredible. Um. The Cub from Demagogue Studio. And then we also have Cuphead, the delicious last course. As we all know, Cuphead, pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, the, the delicious last course, that came out already, right? Yeah. Nope. It didn't? It hasn't come out yet? No, it, it comes out soon. I want to say it's somewhere June-ish. Yeah. Okay. I see. It is soon, but it, it hasn't come out there yet. Um, okay, then Immortality from Sam Barlow's Half a Mermaid. Haven't heard of that one. Um, and then these next two here are the ones that I wanted to bring up as well. So this next one here is Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals from Night School Studio. That has not released yet. We don't have a release date for it, um, but I figure it will be this year then. Um, and Oxenfree, if you haven't played it, was freaking incredible. Um, so I, I have no doubt that the second one here will be incredible as well. And then... A Plague Tale Requiem. Would have won 10 bucks. <laughs> From Sobo Studios, dude. So as you know, I absolutely love Plague Tale. Um, yep. The first what? one. It's absolutely you? Yeah, one of the best games ever made, my friend. So I have no doubt that this second one is a masterclass in storytelling. These two games that I loved the first one of Oxenfree and A Plague Tale. Masterclass storytelling these games. Some would say even better than The Last of Us. Couldn't tell. You didn't Do you think The Last of Us is a good story? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Couldn't tell. Oh, man. If, so now we have the second, the, the sequel of those two games, both chosen as a masterclass in storytelling. Come on, guys. Absolutely incredible. Good for them, dude. Very well deserved. I haven't even played them, but I'm sure nobody's played them. <laughs> nobody's played them yet, but I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, those games would be incredible. Thirsty Suitors from Outer Loop Games. That one's out, right? I think that was out. No idea. I've heard of Thirsty Suitors. And Venba from Vizai Games. So there you go. 
There you go. That's the 10 picks for 2022 Tribeca Festival. Games that are excellent in storytelling, in art, um, narrative, all that stuff. Just a masterclass in storytelling with these games. I'm looking at the American Arcadia trailer. Looks very interesting. It's like a very interesting game. Looks pretty cool. I'm interested to see what this game becomes. But yeah, they just released a trailer not even a few hours ago. So if you guys want to go check that out, American Arcadia from the developers of Call of the Sea. Um, but that is Tribeca. Um, and those are the games that you should all check out because these games are incredible, of course. Um, a lot of them are not out yet, though. I think are any of these out yet, actually? I don't think any of these are out yet. But oh well. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right, my friends. So enough about showcases. Let's get into some PlayStation. For, for now. For now. Yeah, of course, for now. Oh, yeah, we have one more. <laughs> There's another one there. Um, so let's get into some PlayStation news here. Uh, we, can, uh, we can blast through these because these are pretty um, self-explanatory. Um, so number one of the PlayStation news here, Last of Us Remake, um, as we know, has been rumored multiple times. It's been rumored. It's never been officially confirmed. Um, not that I'm saying it's officially confirmed now, but we're seeing more details that are leading you know more hints that are telling us hey this last of us remake is probably true you know what i mean Mm. so we got some uh more evidence here uh this is also from darren bond um over on GameSpot. Um, this week a new yeah he is a new linkedin listing has provided more clues to the unannounced remake of the last of us uh credits for uh, QA testing and development support plus level point of contact for unannounced remake project, in quotations, were found on the resume of a Naughty Dog QA employee. As spotted by Eurogamer, the page also has, in quotations, QA testing and development support on environment design for unannounced multiplayer pod- project, in quotation. Um, listed on the page, another sign that the remake could feature an online component. I think that more um, that's that is more referring to The Last of Us Part Two online. I would yeah. assume Last of Us Factions. Yeah. Um, but uh, what else do we have here? This isn't the only Last of Us project in development, as leaks from earlier in the year uncovered the apparent existence of a director's cut um, of The Last of Us Part Two. Um, while Naughty Dog's Neil Druckmann said at CES 2022 that the studio was dying to show off the multiple games it has in development. Um, so we have, I think it's, they have three, I think they have in development. We have um, The Factions, uh, Last of Us That's Remake, one. and something Two. else that we don't know. Uh, a, a new IP, we assume, or something completely entirely different. What? Uh, let's just talk about it for a little bit. Last of Us remake, okay, incredible. I'll play it. Um, factions, awesome. Looking forward to it. Do you guys want to see more Last of Us, or you want a completely new IP? I I'm good either way. I don't I don't need the Last of Us remake. I don't think that it is necessary. Yeah. Uh, the Last of Us is my favorite game outside Dragon Ball games. Uh, so I would play the Last of Us remake, but 
Mm-hmm. We don't need it. I've replayed it. Uh, bef- I replayed it before Last of Us Part Two, and that game holds up. There are yeah. things that you can improve, but I don't think it is. I don't think a remake is necessary. Right yeah, now. I agree. It's it, of all of Naughty Dog's catalog that needs some improvements or love. This is not not it, in my opinion. Um, surprisingly, I like the the one I would want them to do would be Jack and Daxter. Like, give me of remakes of those. Absolutely, um, absolutely. But those games 100%. also like surprisingly still look pretty good for what they were back on the playstation 2 and 3 right um mm-hmm. but 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 yeah like i i i want more of that stuff bring their their older catalog back uh mm-hmm. rather than i wonder the if Last of Us, which to still holds up and still looks good and still looks fantastic and i don't yeah i don't see why this is a thing I, I think they, they would go back to it. I think they've Just mentioned that. that they wouldn't go back to that. I'm not sure if that's a if, if I'm wrong in thinking I that. I'm I feel just... like they've mentioned they wouldn't go back to that. But yeah, I agree. With I would. I would love to see Jack and Daxter. The uh, Jack and Daxter is incredible, and that's like that's one of the only uh, games sort of of that time because we've seen Crash Bandicoot come back. We've God, seen Sp- we've seen Spyro come back. Ratchet and Clank. Jack and Daxter. Like, Ratchet and Clank. Imagine... Exactly. Yeah. Imagine, yeah, like a Ratchet and Clank looking or a Kena Bridge of Sp- yeah. Spirits looking Jack and Daxter game. That'd be incredible, Whoa. dude. Yeah, God, man. Give it That's to me. That's what I'm saying. Like, we've seen all these mascots coming back and Jack and Daxter. I don't know why there's just like it is. I feel like there is a fan base behind that. I, I don't know why they, they don't see that or. Mm-hmm or care to bring that back when you know ratchet and clank was extremely successful um uh, but ratchet and clank sort of never stopped uh, it just kept going um it did its and, three uh, and that was kind of it they did one on the psp i think and then a racing uh, jack game. or ratchet and clank oh uh yeah i guess i'm just talking about jack yeah i was talking about ratchet and clank yeah, yeah. um but yeah, Jack and Daxter did stop it. Did Daxter on PSP? Um, mm-hmm. Did some racing, uh, kart racing game sort of. Uh, but yeah, it just sort of ended there and it, it never came back. I would love to see Jack and Daxter come back. If that's something, if that's the other thing they're working on, I would love that. Um, but aside from that, I think I, I, of course, I would play a Last of Us Part Three, hundred um, percent. Of course, I would play an Uncharted Five. Uh, like of course because those are incredible right but i would love to see what naughty dog can do with something completely entirely different right same here like uh, just make a, a new story um you know you you went away from the last of from uncharted to make the last of us and that's freaking another incredible game so i have no doubt that whatever they move away from those to make new that's going to be something else that is going to be talked about for years again you know, so I, I would love to see Naughty Dog go back and doing do that again, uh, rather than like remaking The Last of Us or something like that. Um, but we'll see what happens. Of course, I um, have uh, complete faith in Naughty Dog. They're an incredible studio, and uh, whatever they make uh, will be good. So that that is it. And then the second piece of Sony news here, of course, is uh, Sony has. Um, started a game preservation team correct so we got that news from garrett friedley fredley on twitter 
Um, they tweeted, Today is my first day as a senior build engineer at PlayStation, working as one of their initial hires for the newly created preservation team. Game, pre game preservation was my first career passion, so I'm excited that I get to go back to those roots. So, looks Ooh. like we're getting, you know, backwards compatibility or something. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Come back around. Jack and yeah. Jack. We're not getting a remake, but we're just going to be able to play the old games on our PS5s now. I, I mean, who, who knows? It could also be that we are making sure that I, we at Sony at least have an archive of, of games. I think it could very well be that or working with game preservation, other uh, game preservation organizations, I, I guess it being that. Yeah. What, of what, course, like, of what course, you... we would want it to oh. mean that Sony is now committing to backwards compatibility. Oh, of course, yeah. infamously, was it, was it Herman Holst or uh, uh, Jim, Ryan. Jim Ryan? Who was it that, that talked about uh, old games and... How did that look? Jim Ryan. Yeah, there's Jim yeah. Ryan. So infamously, we had that. Uh, but, you don't play old games. Yeah. But again, <laughs> Sony, now. people forget about this, but Sony used to be big into backwards compatibility. Let's not forget that the PS2 was fully backwards compatible with the PS1, including controllers and memory cards. And then the PS3 yeah. was fully compatible with the PS1 and PS2 library. So... They have a history of backwards compatibility. It ha it just that lately they moved away from that. So I would very much would love to see them going back to it. Yeah, I think what's interesting is also the timing of this, especially after they just announced their new tiered system for the PlayStation Plus stuff, mm -hmm. uh, and we are getting more access to their older games catalogs, their you know their retro stuff. Um, and just the, the problem that they have with PlayStation 3 and the architecture that that console was built on. And it's been such a challenge for them to get those PlayStation 3 games onto newer consoles. Um, this could be something around that of coming up with a solution for stuff like that, because if they don't, they'll eventually just have this big like this entire generation gap of. Games that are just unavailable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what it is. Um, it is he is a build engineer, so they they might be ending up they might be building something, uh, a library of games that we could play with this new uh, subscription service. So we'll see. We'll see what it is. Um, but as Ignacio said earlier, there's not, that is not the last showcase. Um, we have one more showcase, uh, thing here. We got the Meta Quest gaming showcase as well. This happened this past week here. So I didn't get a chance to see this. Um, Ignacio, you, you put it in here. So I assume there's something you want to talk about here. Oh yeah. Uh, I have plenty to talk about here. Yeah. So you go uh, ahead I didn't... and I'm going to look at this. I didn't watch it because I didn't know that it was going on, but yeah, me either. We, uh, you guys know that I am a VR fan. I have my Quest, I have my PSVR, so this is very much up my alley. And we got some good uh, announcements here. Going from the top, we got the announcement of a Ghostbusters VR game coming from a Sony 
well, is it Sony VR? I think they call it. Yeah, Sony Pictures Virtual Reality and oh, wow. games. So they announced a new Ghostbusters game set in San Francisco. We don't know, not know much about it other than that. It will not be a sequel to the movie, but uh, it, it seems like it's going to be its own thing. Is this, is this oh. the one that's being written by... No. No? No, that's, um, you know? that's the one from Elphonic. Okay. Yeah, there's, okay. A, um, <laughs> there's another Ghostbusters game that was announced. All these By James and Elise Williams. Better watch yep, out. The Williams. Yep. Greg Miller sure is having a, a hell of a time right now. Yeah, yeah huge Ghostbusters. I blame him. Fan. He just yeah. wouldn't shut up about all of it. But yeah, this shut up enough that uh, they put him in the in the other game. Yeah. Yeah. This Ghostbusters game does look really cool though. Uh, for for VR. The Elphonic one. Like, or VR? Yeah. No, no, no. The VR one. It looks really well. The Elphonic one looks pretty cool too. Yeah. Um, actually, I have a friend who's working on it. It's a QA tester for it. Oh. pretty cool. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, it, it uh, looks cool. hopefully, hopefully, it is a full game and not a like a game experience that we've had so many times in the past with a known IP. Hopefully, it is a full game. Uh, we got more content for Resident Evil Four, which I haven't played because I have the original Close Quest, not the Oculus Quest Two. Unfortunately, it is exclusive to that one. Wow. Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 was announced. Mm. Or I think it was announced. Uh, that game it is, is very good. Uh, we got a look at the NFL VR game. NFL VR game. So Interesting. Gina, you will be able to leave off your fantasies of being an NFL player. Uh, never, never brought pretty, that up. Pretty excited for you. Never brought that up before. I'm very excited for it. Wow, so how long has VR, VR was shown your, out? Your, your deepest, darkest secrets, Gino. <laughs> yeah. How did he know? I know everything. What's going on I here? I know everything I know about you, Gino. Even the things you do not know about you. I gotta start putting tape on my camera and freaking... Yeah. <laughs> Let that camera without any tape. Okay? I'll put any tape on there. Yeah. Among Us VR was shown off. It is indeed Among Us in VR. Moss Book 2 coming to the Oculus Quest 2. Of course, of course. Bola Builds. Let me look at this because it looks interesting. Or Bone Lab, I guess it is the, uh, the, the name of the game. This one looks very good. Very, uh, like it could be a very fun game. What is wrong with IGN's video player? I know. Why oh, have they never fixed that? What is wrong with them there? I don't know, but it is quite a lot of wrong with them. Uh, so from the article, it says here, Stress Level Zero has announced Bone Lab, a follow-up to Bone Lab that features a next-level interaction engine with near-boundless player freedom. It also adds a new story and two years of innovation and interaction engine process. Players will need to escape execution in a mysterious underground lab in a world that reacts just like the real one. Bone Labs will also feature extensive mod support. That one sounds very fun. Yeah, but yeah, looking at the trailer, yeah, this is very cool. much up my alley where uh, it seems like you're doing a lot. It seems like it has a good physics engine, which is very good always on a VR game. And it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, it looks cool. 
there's something about these games that like when it's like a first obviously uh, all vr is first person but when it's when it's not all super beautiful cutesy and all that stuff like if it's just a regular shooting game or something it's still scary to me you know what i mean because like you're in there you know so like yeah. if i have to attack people or people are going to come attack me i get scared like skyrim i played skyrim vr once yeah that game's not scary but I went into one of those caves or whatever, yeah. and I was just shitting my freaking pants, dude, because those freaking skeletons <laughs> were popping up behind you and shit. Like, scary. Skyrim dude. VR, to this day, the only VR game that has made me nauseous. <laughs> yeah, did that to uh, me too. It's interesting. Uh, well, Gina, does this make anything for you? You said that you wanted a, a quest, then you back down. But, uh, yeah, apparently, down. you know, my girlfriend's mom said she was getting a quest too, and she was going to give it to me, but she never got it. So I don't know what I'm going to do about it. You know what I mean? Maybe you won't buy one yourself? Uh, I don't know, dude. I want to. But what if there's still a chance that I might get it for free? You know, I'm in that weird limbo. You know, I'm in the weird limbo where, like, what if I buy it and then now she's just going to give it to someone else because I already have it? Uh, you know, like, why would I spend the money, right? Uh, uh, Gino, there is a game here uh, uh-huh. uh, coming up next uh, that I think will be right up your alley that will make you buy one. Really? Uh, uh-huh. But it, it's further, further along, uh, further okay. into the article. Uh, let's, let me skip uh, around. Okay. When Matter 2 was shown off, Aspire 2, which yeah, Aspire... But- Aspire is very much like a Metal Gear kind of game where you sneak around, take in, take out enemies on rooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, and then the last game that we have here called Ruins Magus. Mm-hmm. Gino, I think will be right up your alley. Yeah, I was this. I skipped here to click on this one before you yeah. mentioned it. Let's see. So reading. Reading the article, Ruins Magus will let players wield magic in VR and give them the chance to grow from a novice wizard into a powerful Hellwinder Magus in a narrative-driven adventure that will send players deep below the city of Grand Amnis. Ruin Magus will also feature 26 fully-voiced quests with talents from those like Naomi Osora, Ai Maeda, and Eiji Takamoto. Takemoto. Yeah, this looks this looks incredible. It's like, uh, are are you looking at this Kyle too, or are you just listening? Yeah, I'm pulling it, it up on. Uh, it's a yeah, you freaking, should pull it up. It's a freaking anime kind of game, dude. Like it's one of those anime action RPG games, but you're freaking you're a wizard, and it's oh, it's voiced and oh, this looks really cool, dude. Yeah, nah, it's yeah. Uh, uh, an RPG, much yeah. in VR, you know. Yeah, man, that, that looks freaking like cool. Something for you, that man. Does look good. <laughs> it looks really cool. Yeah, uh, it looks pretty awesome. And I feel like I would fall in love with the girl that you meet in the beginning there, like because yeah. not only is it just, you know, cute waifu girl, but you're yeah. there as well. You know, you're in it. Yep. You're in, it and she's talking directly to you. So I feel like she's talking directly to me. Oh man, yeah, it looks cool. I gotta get myself an Oculus, man. I gotta get yeah, it. Yeah, man, you got it. Uh, but that's it for the metagaming showcase. Showcase. Nice. Uh, what a good thing is shown off. Yeah, man. The future of VR is looking is looking real bright. You know. Yep. Looking real good. 
There's this uh there's this MMO RPG in VR that I've always wanted to play. It's on Steam. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called, but I've always wanted to try that game, but I don't have the I don't got the rig, you know what I'm talking about? Anyway. You can get a quest, Kim. Anyway. Get a quest. Yeah, I'll get a quest. I'll get it. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. It'll be All a big right. deal. It'll be a big deal when it happens. All right. All right. Okay. So that's it for the MetaQuest Gaming Showcase. Um, last up here, uh, with all the big gaming news that we got, we got the NPD for March. Um, so I'll go ahead and read these, uh, these bullet points, uh, Ignacio, if you want to elaborate on anything, you just stop me. Um, so let me see here. Wait, you just have top selling games as a bullet Yeah, point. we can talk about the top 10 best selling games. Okay. Where are they? Let me see. Um, where the heck is the NPD? This just took me to a... At number 10, we have a new game here, Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. Oh, baby, good for them. That was your favorite game of the year so far, so they came out at a number 10. I think what what happened with that one was sort of word of mouth, because that game looked horrible. And then it just, it just the uh, the word of mouth meme. of like, it's the wow. meme factor. Yeah, the meme factor, exactly. So, yeah, and also people saying that so it is funny. better than, than what I expected. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that I'm going to go back a little bit and uh, have here the number 11 and 12. 12 goes where Tokyo. 11 Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Mm-hmm. Both new games for the mouth. Yeah. So, uh, interesting that they are that far behind. And number nine, we have Colody Vanguard going back from a. Spot number six last month. At eight, we have, of course, as always, Mario Kart 8. Again, it was eight last month. At number seven, we have another new game. WWE 2K22. Big comeback for the WWE 2K games. Yeah. As we all know, the last game wasn't very good, and they had to take a little bit of time off in shame. Uh-huh. At number six, falling back from a third spot last month, we have Pokemon Legends Arceus. At number five, falling back from a number two spot last month, we have Horizon 2 Forbidden West. At number four, we have another new game, MLB The Show 22. Uh, if you all remember, the game is now available everywhere. It's no longer a PlayStation exclusive. At number three, this one is an exclusive. We have Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Kyle, I know you love the game, so oh, yeah. good to see it performing very well. That was good. And one. number two, another another exclusive. This one for PlayStation, Gran Turismo Seven. God, so many rich people buying that <laughs> game, playing it, right? That's crazy. So many rich people here. Well, and then. And number one, going strong for a number one spot last month, also Elden Ring. I beat that game only with fists. There you go. No, you did. Oh, it's all fist no, only playthrough. No, you didn't. All uh, fist only playthrough. All right, some other bullet points we got here. Elden Ring ranked first in dollar sales among track titles across PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. It's March was actually more successful than its debut month. That's because a lot of people started talking about it. Yep. A lot of more people wanted to try it, and that's what happened. So Grand this Turismo... was even more number one than last month. Oh, wow. 
Interesting, interesting. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Gran Turismo 7 is another huge debut for PlayStation Studios. Uh, despite launching on only PlayStation system, it outpaced everything except for Elden Ring, of course. Uh, so that's pretty incredible. Yeah, a lot of rich people. A lot of rich people. Um, and then what else? Xbox Series uh, S and X was the best-selling hardware platform of both March 2022 and the first quarter in dollars, while Switch led both time periods in unit sales. Uh, for the first time. That's for the, is that for the first time? That Xbox sure is uh, like in the lead uh, of in front of PlayStation. Sure, sounds like it. Pretty incredible. Good for them. Good for them. Um, I think overall and... PlayStation is still way ahead, but yeah, uh, for what the year goes, uh, Xbox seems to be outpacing it. There you have it. It's because there's more. There's more everywhere. Yeah. All I'm seeing is pictures. Oh, there's some Xbox Series S here. You guys want any? Uh, but never any PlayStation Fives. You know. Never any PlayStation. Yeah, but plenty PlayStation Fives here. On uh, you see them everywhere. Oh, interesting. One uh, one. Interesting, interesting. Um, and that's it. Do you want to mention anything else from the NPD, uh, Ignacio, or is that it? No, that's pretty much all the interesting tidbits. Okay, cool. Sounds good. And that is it for all the interesting tidbits of the big news of the week. Kyle, why don't you take us into new and notable? Alright, first up, if you have the Nintendo Switch Online Expansion Pack, you can now play the Splatoon 2 Octo Expansion for no extra charge. Uh, so they keep, keep putting more, more value on that DLC stuff that they keep putting on, the, on there. Uh, Quake's yep. Enhanced Edition has added accessibility features 26 years after its original release. About damn time. Wild. Yeah. Uh, but next up, Nintendo Switch Sports will be out on oh, April baby. 29th. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, coming up shortly after that, we have Trek to Yomi coming out on May 5th. That'll be out on PlayStation 4 and 5. Uh, all the Very Xbox exciting. consoles and PC. I didn't know that it was that soon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next week, dude. Wow. Very excited Damn. for that. It's happening. Uh, speaking of games that I cannot wait to play, Sifu gets its first free content update on May 2nd, which will include difficulty options. Heck uh, yeah, Kyle? Is it true, Kyle? Yeah. Heck yeah, baby. No, uh, will Why, you play Sifu? That be true? Yeah, I, I fucking love that geeky game. It's yeah, great. How far did you get it, Dan? I got to the club. Game? Huh? So did I. I got yeah. to the club. And Dan, I really much enjoyed Tifu. But if I what could go, fan, man. if I fan. could go easy, if I could what go fan, easy, man. you know as heck could, I'm going to go back to Tifu, dude. Could have stuck with it. Could have kept trying. Gino, Elden Ring is way more hard. I don't got time for it. I don't got time. I don't got time. You know what I mean? Make it easy. All right, there you go. Uh, beyond that, Square Enix and People Can Fly have announced Outriders World Slayer, which is Outriders' first Whoa. expansion, and it will be out in June. That's cool. Outriders is yeah. good. I think Outriders is good. It is okay. Um, it's fine. I, yeah, it was. It was just a. Uh, it was an eighty. You know, that was yeah. an eighty. <laughs> that's an eight. You know, that's it. 
It was or right. seven. Or seven. Know, it, was, it was good. It was solid. <laughs> it was solid. <laughs> it was a video game. It was a video game. You know what I mean? That's all it was. Yeah. Uh, let's see. After that, Sonic Origins was announced to be coming out on June 23rd. Uh, and apparently, uh, they are delisting classic Sonic games from stores ahead of the release, according to Game Informer. Uh, so you guys are Sonic fans. Be on the lookout for Sonic Origins. Down the Looks road. like a good collection. Uh, they seem to be going to include some animations in the games and uh, in the style of Sonic Mania. If you if you play the game, so there will be interesting goes in in here too. Cool. Next up, the announcement that caused our beloved co-host to uh, get a heart attack and pass away. Digimon Survive will be out July 29th. Ignacio, how are you feeling? How's your heart? Finally! We thought it would never happen. We thought that the day would never come. They announced the game. They didn't say anything. They had a release window. The release window came and went. No word. But finally, we get (laughs) a release date. Kyle, as the biggest Digimon fan here, I am super excited about the game finally coming out. I super always I put this on my fantasy draft for years and years and years, and I'm mm-hmm. super excited to finally be able to let that be real. I'm super you know, excited to play this game. I'm happy for you. Yeah, I, you know, I, I two, come back. Need two Digimon that are gonna be in the game: Agumon and Aguramon. Okay, Aguraman. so you shut up. So Aguraman. you shut up about it. Aguramon. Plantmon. Plantmon. There you go, Metal I used to collect all the Digimon cards. I used to collect all Digimon toys. I'm the hugest fan of Digimon, and I'm super excited for Digimon Survive. There you go. Uh, next up, to almost no fanfare, uh, Nintendo announced that Splatoon 3 uh, will be coming out September 9th. They just Everyone like stay quiet. Everyone stay tossed quiet. this one out on Twitter, just like, hey. There you go. And if you look at all the responses, everyone's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, cool. Okay. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds good, man. (laughs) Speaking of Nintendo announcements. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of Nintendo announcements, uh, Miyamoto himself hopped on Twitter (laughs) to, uh, to, to announce that the Super Mario Burroughs animated film, which apparently was supposed to be out sometime this year, uh, has been delayed to spring 2023, more specifically to April 7th in North America and April 28th in Japan. So there you go. That'll be out next year, just around this time. So. Uh, you know, in the famous words of Miyamoto, um, do, do, do you know, a, a, a broken m- movie is always a bad m- movie, but Come a delayed on, movie you, you will always it. be good, right? That's that's what he said. Yeah, probably yeah. a delayed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Didn't he also <laughs> say uh, Chris Pratt is super cool? Something yeah. like that. I don't know. He's so cool. Anyways. <laughs> That is all the new and notable we got for this week. So that means it is now old and noted. We're going to get into our lightning round. 
First news story we have here, Marty O'Donnell and Microsoft's Halo Music lawsuit has been resolved amicably. There you go. I don't know what the deal is with with that one. I haven't been following that one, but I I think we talked about it at some point. We did. We probably I I just don't remember exactly what it was. I feel like I feel like we should start learning about this terminology. You know what I mean? How many times how many times have we said the word lawsuit? in this podcast i mean there's i know what a lawsuit sort of, is i just don't yeah, know what know. the lawsuit is over <laughs> there's all this legal talk is what i'm talking about we we talk so much probably, about legal things you know what i'm talking about i mean they probably uh, hearsay ignacio hearsay they probably arrange it outside of court objection denied overruled sustained <laughs> thank you uh, <laughs> next new story Speaking of the law and troubles with law, Activision, which had previously been in violation of California law regarding the number of women in their board of directors, now plans to add two women senior executives, according to sources familiar with the matter. All right, recite the California labor law to me. According to Article 23, Section 2.4, Section D, I have no idea. That's the thing, dude. We're Decision just... two. Paragraph we three. Know it. it says. We all know it. We, we don't. We don't need to talk about it. We all. We all know the uh, California law. So I just find this one really funny because they were supposed to have uh, like a certain number of women uh, on mm-hmm. their board of directors at at the latest by the end of last December, wow. and one they still haven't done that. And this headline is that. They plan to. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, they were planning to last year as well. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, well. Activision. Yeah, Activision sucks, dude. <laughs> they suck. Go now. Oh, my gosh, dude. This is like 10 seconds for the next, for the next bullet point. Dina, I'm thinking about something to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it enough time to preach, you know. Jeez. Pre alpha footage of Skate 4 reportedly leaked online, and EA has been rushing to take it all down. Damn, I said no down. Did you guys get to see the footage? Skateboarding is a crime, according to EA. Let me see have you guys seen the footage? I have not, by any no. chance? Mm-mm. I'm going to look for it right now. Skate 4. Uh, well, good luck with that, Gino, because EA has been working very hard to keep you specifically from looking at it. Oh, well, Going back I, to law and legal first matters. Video. First video I found was already there. Oh, really? I already found, yeah, I already found it. YouTube. Oh, yeah. How is it? Describe it to us. Looks like Skate 3. <laughs> Just looks like oh, yeah. it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Speaking of the legal system, a judge is reportedly dismissing most of a former Sony employee Emma Majo's gender discrimination lawsuit against PlayStation, but not all of it. Uh, so to add a little bit from uh, a little bit to this, uh, the the judge ruled that she didn't have enough evidence, proof, whatever to right. to have a case, but. The the case was dismissed without prejudice, which, uh, from what I know from my legal studies and, and all of that, uh, it means that 
the electrical uh, the engineer Ignacio, our legal expert. Yeah. Uh, big fan of Legal Eagle. Uh, go, go follow Legal Eagle on, on YouTube. Very good. Very good. Hit something metal? Did you hit something metal? What? Did you hit something metal with your microphone? Oh God! Do you hear that? Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna be real bad in audacity there. Yeah, uh, you, you just made me hit it again. Okay, I heard a huge gong, dude. I heard a huge gong. I was like, okay, I, I, hit it, I hit it with my, with my leg. Uh, it wasn't intentional. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Right. Uh. So yeah. Season two of Halo Infinite will supposedly include a TV series tie-in DLC. Kyle, I know Whoa, you've been wow. a huge fan of the TV series and Halo Infinite, so I go to you for for your uh, input. Thumbs up. Very good. Beautiful. Back to the news. Netflix will reportedly offer 50 games to subscribers by the end of 2022. If yeah. you don't remember, Netflix has been trying to oh, get into them. the gaming space. They, I believe they own Night School Studios, right? The ones who make Oxenfree? Oxenfree, yeah. Oxenfree too? Yeah. Uh, so I, I tried to look at the article I saw on this. It didn't say anything about what region this would be in, if this means North America, because they say that right now you can, like, you have access to up to, like, 20 games and i was like i don't know if that's true exactly here for me yet so mm. yeah not sure mm. interesting i wonder if uh what kind of games will this be i remember them having the no stranger things game in there and i think that it was a mobile game so i wonder what kind of games it will have there uh, if it is 50 yeah. who knows games Variable refresh rate is finally being added to PS5s this week with a handful of games that will utilize it coming in the next few weeks. Cool. There you go. I, cool. I don't, I can't speak much on how exactly variable refresh rate helps, uh, but I know it is a widely request, requested feature uh, and one that I think a lot of people was like, why was this not in there from the start? So, been on them. Finally, yeah. Speaking of finally, final news story: the first Overwatch Two PvP beta is happening today, when we're recording this, and also beta access can be achieved through Twitch drops. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yeah, it was invite only initially, but you can whoever is streaming it, you'll you can get. Drops from them, I think. All right, let's something, check something like that. I I still don't understand exactly what they're trying to do with Overwatch Two, but I'm glad that at least news on this stuff is finally starting to come out. Kind of. Mm-hmm. So you figure that Activision needs some good news. Yeah. So hopefully people are enjoying that one. Yep. All right, drops enabled on this one. Let me uh, just uh, go ahead and start watching. So you just found a random stream? Yeah. Well, actually, it didn't give me the drops notification, so let's go and find another one. Okay, that's it for the lightning run? Yeah, yep. that's it. 
Thank you so much, Ignacio, for all that. Of course, that was pretty incredible. And that is it for everything we got written here on this doc. Kyle, what are you looking forward to this week, my friend? Ooh, um, you know, I I actually don't know exactly yet. I'm I'm looking forward to Trek to Yomi, but I feel like that's more towards the end of the week. I might try and sneak something else in there. Yeah, next week. I I don't know. um, Seafood. Seafood on Tuesday. Yes, yeah, Sifu on Tuesday. I, m- I might n- download that first uh, Plague t- t- Tale again because I played the d- demo and I liked it. Uh, and I want to play Sifu. it before the second one comes out. I'm excited for that I second one. So uh, I, 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 I feel Please. like right now we're in kind of a, a dry backlog. For, a yeah, backlog. Like, hey, I can start to work on some things that I'm excited for, stuff like that. So. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's what I will probably be doing over the next month or so. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Nasir, what are you looking forward to this week? Uh, uh, nothing. Nothing. Not really. being constipated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Man, I peaked super hard on that. And it's weird because I'm at like 70, 65. Lower it. But yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Cool. Okay. Sounds good. Um, I am looking forward to, like Kyle mentioned, uh, Trek to Yomi, of course. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give that Norco a try, um, but uh, not immediate. So relax. All right. I already see God, you tearing up. God okay? damn it. I see you tearing Gino, up already. So relax. Okay? Just play it. <laughs> so, okay. So let's, uh, so we'll see what happens there. Um, and of course, going back to Sifu and, uh, that. Oh, and, um, I actually had one of my friends gift me the original Resident Evil 4 on Steam because they wanted me to play it. So I've well, never played Resident Evil 4. Uh, you so, know what could be a good, uh, better way to experience Resident Evil 4? On VR. Resident Evil 4 VR. Yeah. Absolutely. On the Oculus Quest 2. Absolutely not. You're crazy if I'm going to do that. No, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to go ahead and try that game out. I like Resident Evil, although I'm uh, scared, but I like Resident Evil. I think it's a great series. So I'm looking forward to trying the one that a lot of people talk about, Resident Evil 4. Um, so I'll go ahead and try that. Um, but aside from that, you guys can find me over on Twitter at Gino underscore V Terry and my own personal Twitch, Gino VII. Ignacio, where can the people find you on the internet? The people can find me on Twitter at IgnosoRojasB. That's I-G-N-A-C-I-O-R-O-J-A-S-B. Beautiful. Beautiful. Kyle, where can people find you on the At Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. Awesome. Awesome. And you guys can find all of us to see if Alan comes back as well over on the Whatnots on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, all the good stuff, all your podcast services of choice. But this has been Crossplay, and you, my friends, have been played. Good night, good morning, good day, goodbye. Peace. Bye.